Welcome to Healthy Dad, Wealthy Life. Wealthy Life, the ultimate channel destination for dads striving for more. So grab your gym clothes, golf clubs, financial plan, and dad jokes as we embark on our journey to better our health, build our wealth, and grow as fathers. Here are your hosts, AJ and Corey. We're live. Check, check. No, we're live already. Check. Live check. It's checked. All right. Your update. What's going on with life this week? Um, gosh, I don't. I don't have much to be honest with you. It's only been a couple of days. It's been a couple of days since our last uh, podcast. Um, basketball season's come to an end with my kids. Okay. Um. Oh, I do have a small update. I just thought about it on the fly. So, as I discussed in the last podcast, Cam's. Upward basketball did not go well. Sent a email to the director, um, you know, explaining some of the problems. He did get back to me, and he called. He called the other coach, and uh, he sent me an email. And then he sent me a background check yesterday. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." So, are you scared? No, I just Negative like. Pass. I just volunteered, and he just put my title as head coach, so I'm not. I'm just gonna. Not yeah, do it. I get that. You have to go out of your way to, to take care of it. So I understand that. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So like he wants you to get like fingerprinted and all this. I have jazz. no idea. He said it's at their cost, but I'm like, I, I just, I'm gonna disregard it for now. Yeah, fair. Make, I mean, you can make him the assistant or the head coach and put me in the assistant. <laughs> I won't. It doesn't make any sense. He didn't get one. So, yeah. but um, yeah, so I'm trying to make this league run a little bit better, and it's uh, had a few choice words. Six-year-old basketball. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. It's not about that. It's about I get it. teaching the kids yeah. the proper fundamentals and how to play basketball. We have a, we have, Everybody on our team has never played before. It's our first year. So you can't be just running around with the ball. That's Let's what they do. It's try to football. learn some foundation. It, it, yeah. it truly pissed me off. So Fair. What about you? I went to uh, one of Colby's best friends. Her dad is a pastor at a church here in town, and they had... A Nerf gun war Sunday night. They had Roma's pizza, drinks, oh, Nerf wow. gun war. It was awesome. Girls had a blast. Um, we walked in, and the pastor's like, you want some f- some face paint, like uh, camouflage? I was like, heck yeah, expecting Colby, if she saw me do it, she would do it. So I had face paint all over my face. Colby's like, nah, you look like an idiot. <laughs> and she just walked away. So me sitting on the sidelines, face painted up. Terrible decision. Nah. What do you get? What was the face paint? It's like mer- army stuff, like green, oh. like not like face paint. Like, like I'm talking about like we're we're a war, we're Nerf gun fighting. I got gotcha. you. Okay. But I wasn't. Yeah. You but I thought if I did it, she, she would, would feel gotcha. better about doing it. She looked at me and she's like, nah, no, not a chance. Don't need the camouflage. No, you look like an idiot, Dad. So it's a little fail, but you should have had a good time. You should have took a picture and put it on our Instagram. I should have. I didn't even think about that. We need, we gotta do a better job about that. We do. We're about it's about to start popping off. Oh yeah, it's in we're the gonna works. have videos on nonstop. We're gonna shoot another video sometime this week of you trying to dunk a tennis ball. I think that's the bet. You I can't. Do. I can't do that. Golf ball. I mean, that's. You said you could hang on the rim. That's what I said. I said touch slash. You grab. said hang. Okay, I definitely touched it. You said I hung on. I did not say that. You said you 
you stubbed your finger. Yeah. You got up and you hung no, on it. No, no, no. Okay. Well, I got we like have a, audio and video proof. Okay. I'm explaining what happened. I did touch the rim. I jammed it on the way up, but I did get like the tip of my finger. Yeah, but then you said I hung on it. All right. Your words, not mine. Anyways, I'm 5'10", out of shape, old. So I think we I'm need proud. We need to make a bet. I can't dunk a, t- a golf ball. How about I just pull uh, the rim down? Uh, if you can grab the rim. Yeah, like even if I put We're my finger on the top and it moves, that's grabbing. No. You, I can't. I'm not going to be able to put my full hand around. It's not like that. I'm not. If you can hmm, dunk a penny. Well, I could probably do that because dunk a penny. That's going to be you got to be above it and throw it in. <laughs> now I got to be above the roof. We have to get the penny in. Yeah, you know, could be we'll a have little, video. I'm going to get a ladder little. next to it. We're going to shoot a video, and then my bet is full <sighs> fingers touching the backboard. See, I don't know if I can hold the penny though because I I, I got to get max. Put it between your fingers. Yeah, we'll see. We'll video it. All right. Uh, I think that's the only dad update. I do want to say something because I think this is important for. All dads, all men, everybody in general. <laughs> if you don't use dude wipes, do you even care? Yeah, dude wipes are like uh, any brand. I, I'm not endorsing dude wipes, but I like am. dude wipes are. My if life. you if you use a restroom and you think and you don't have a bidet, yeah, and you think everything's gone from toilet paper, and you wipe one time with a dude wipe, yeah, you're gonna be like, I'm a disgusting human, yeah. One thousand percent. I can't live without them. Sometimes I just go in there and give it, give a little wipe, <laughs> just just in case, you know. Never know. <laughs> Got to stay clean. Hey, I'm serious. I'm though. proud of that. I'm, I want to be clean. Yeah, I'm. I'm being. I'm not trying. Like I know this is a funny topic, but like, it's disgusting. You could tell me it's gonna clog everything. I'm gonna say I'll just I'll pay for it to get them clean. I'm not getting rid of the dude wipes. <laughs> not happening. No way. All right. Don't even care. That is an endorsement. Dude wipes are the shit. Okay, what would you think about the uh, NFC and AFC championship games? Um, Let's start at the top. Go first game. Uh, Baltimore Chiefs. Baltimore flopped, and um, the Chiefs play very good playoff football. A buddy of mine said, I'm starting to think of Patrick Mahomes as Tom Brady. I go, whoa. He goes, no, listen, hear me out. I've already Every time you think to bet against him, and you do, you're just wrong. Every time. I didn't. Did I pick them? I didn't pick. I would have picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs. You picked Baltimore, I think. No, I didn't. I wouldn't. I don't. I didn't think Baltimore was going to win. Mm, I don't remember. I thought Baltimore was going to win. I. I thought Lamar was finally going to break through. He. He, he looked awful. Choked. Yes. Ben. Kansas City is a well-coached team. I hate them, and it's an, the, all this meme going around. If you hate the Chiefs because of Taylor, I don't care about Taylor Swift. It's not about Taylor Swift. I hate them because they just keep. See, you know I, how to, I, I respect that. I like that. I do. But you know how you always like the Yankees back in their prime or the, the Patriots back when they were just winning. Like they're an easy team to root against. And then we have all these people around here. That's the problem. Who jumped on the Patrick Mahomes bandwagon yeah. five or six years ago because the, the Rams left. I had to pick just, a team. I just get saw it. one of those a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. Calling you out. I get it, but like, it's easy to root for them. They haven't never le- done anything but win. Yeah. So it's just frustrating. All these Kansas. Now there's some true Kansas listen, City fans. Listen, right in my opinion, unless you've gone through some bad years and some very frustrating years, 
I just don't think you can be considered a Folds fan yet. That's all I, sorry, I'm, that's just how I feel. If you haven't gone through the shit and then came back up and then, and you're still a Chiefs fan and now this is it, I'm like, you should enjoy this. Yeah. But if you jump along and you're like, oh, I've been a fan for four years. Well, when have they lost? I have a hard time with that because I'm a LeBron fan. So I've been winning you're teams. You're a player though. It's a player. It's a player fan. But I've, I've jumped teams because of him. Um, but I'm I'm always going to be a Blues fan. I'm always going to be a Cardinals fan. Yeah. NFL is a little bit shaky for me. We've discussed that in previous podcasts. Shaky, but isn't I just hate. I I don't I don't know. I like Andy Reid. I hate Patrick Mahomes oh, and his commercials. I hate Travis Kelsey and his commercials. I think they're all annoying. I could care less. I'm not. I I hate Taylor. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, anyways. But I it's not because of I could care. I don't care about watching Taylor Swift on TV. If she's on, she's on. She's off. She's off. It's not bothering me. I just hate the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't. And they took out my Dolphins. Thing doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. What do you think about the next game? Uh, the Lions, what the Lions a choked as well. Game though. I mean, it was fun two to watch. Yeah, it was just two different halves. Taylor, two halves. I mean, everybody's yelling at the Lions about kicking a field goal. It was still like a forty-seven yard field goal. I'm pretty sure. So that's, I don't know what the percentage is for NFL kickers on forty-seven yards, but it sixty percent, seventy percent. Here's the analogy that I've used, and maybe. It's been spread around, but that's just this. I came up with the other day. We, we're blackjack players. I hit on 16 no matter what. I, I don't, I don't, regardless, analogy, but I understand what you're saying. He plays the odds, Detroit coach. He plays the odds, and the odds, what the book said, he plays by the book. The book said, go for it on that, on that play. And he's done it all year long. So to fault him for not kicking the field goal to tie the game, that's the one I'm talking about right now. Oh, I was talking about the other one. I'm talking about the, the one that they could have tied the game with, that they went for it with. And then San Francisco got the ball back and went up by 10 instead to make it a two-score game. Oh, you're talking about the end of the game? No. When was this one? So it's, I was talking about the one where San Francisco they were up went up, San Francisco went up three. They drove down. They got in field goal range. They... It was fourth and two. They opted out of the field going to go for it, gotcha. and they did not get it. And then San Francisco drove the field. Brock Purdy scrambled 17 times, kept getting first downs. No, they scored a touchdown to go up by 10. Field goal. You said you got to kick the field goal? Yeah, it's situational play. I get that, but he's played that way all season Doesn't long. doesn't matter. You're still in the game no matter what happens if, as long if you kick that field goal. I don't disagree. How far was it? I would have done it short. Chip shot? No, but shorter than 47, I think. What was the first one to go up three scores? Was forty seven. I don't sure. remember that one. But same thing with the end of the game. It's fourth down. I They're down by ten. Take the three to keep yourself in the game. Instead, and again, and they, they burned a timeout. And they burned a timeout. I was sitting here thinking. They're like the announcers. I'm like, no. If you kick a field goal, you still have three timeouts. Even if they, even if you don't get the onside and kick, even the if game there's is only not over. fifty seconds left, who cares? You still have three. You can stop it. You're going to get the ball back with thirty seconds to go yeah. and a chance. This is just like basketball. You have to you do whatever you can, foul or whatever. Your your goal at that point is to extend the game as long as possible. Yeah. I didn't agree with a lot of things he did, yeah. but he's done it all year long, and to fault him just because of the well, stage, this, I think is hypocritical. Yeah. He did say at the end of the game, he goes, We may never get back here, and I agree with that because the Packers are coming, baby. Oh god. Jesus J Love. Okay. Who do you got in the Super Bowl? Oh man. I think the spread is San Francisco minus two. I don't know. Here's how I view it. San Francisco is the more talented team. Yes. Brock Purdy shrinks, and he is not a playoff quarterback. I don't care what you say. He's on the best possible situation you can be in. He had a really good game. 
against he, Detroit. Really? The first half, you look like freaking me. What about the second half? Well, you have nothing to lose, and you're down 17 or whatever it was. I thought he played well. But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes He's on the other not. side of the ball. And, and Kansas City's defense looks really good right now. He is fringe. I could name 15 NFL quarterbacks could do what he's doing is my point in that system and that offense and with that team. I'm taking sure. Kansas City. <laughs> You're flip-flopping. I, no, no, no. Um, San Francisco is the better team. I'm done yeah. ba- I'm done picking against Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I he's, think it's, I think he's it's a great that, matchup. He is that guy. I think... Is, I hate I'm, to say it, but he's that guy. The 49ers secondary is weak, so I'm... I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want the 49ers to win, but I I would not... I'm not going to bet it. I hope Christian McCaffrey runs for 7,000 yards, though. <laughs> I like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He's just a beast. Yeah. He's athletic. I think Brock Purdy's going to have more, at least one interception for sure. I'll go two. Wow. Okay. All right, so who are you picking? I don't know. I guess I'm leading Chiefs at this point, but I, I no, wouldn't no, shock no, you. No, no, no. This is... It's going out to public. Millions of people are going to watch this yeah, podcast. Yeah, millions. This is the same people that are probably in our group message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go 49ers. You just said leaning Chiefs. And this yeah, I just, you know, I had to make a decision. Lunch? No. I don't like it. All right, fine, lunch. God. That's all I got. All right. Are we doing the spread or just straight up? No, just, just let's pick it. It's underneath three, so let's yeah. pick it. Kansas City. For lunch. All right. What's your dad joke of the day? I did a lot of research on these, and I didn't come up with much good. That's good. Is yours good? I like it. Okay. But it's a dad joke. (laughs) If you know the second one, so. (laughs) We doing one or two? I'm doing two. Okay, I wrote one. So you start then. My Real quick. I did some research, and I wasn't thinking, and I listened to this, and then they said it, and I... Paused everything and I laughed for like three minutes straight. Let's go. But you're, you're gonna, probably gonna say it. And I don't want you. I'm to not say gonna it. say it. I'll okay. let it go. Okay. Go with the first one. First one. <laughs> this is good. This is a dad joke. Full disclaimer. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. What does a janitor yell when he comes out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> Come on, dude. Okay. I'm you're crying. hey. I'm telling you, your delivery was really good on that one. I'm, I know you practiced that in front of the mirror today. <laughs> Supplies! That was good. I liked it. The delivery was so much better. I watched like, him deliver it four times. Yeah, so I could that see. wouldn't have been good without the delivery. Your delivery was good. I'm proud of you. That's a good dad I'm joke. I'm proud of you. Did you agree? I liked that. Okay. <laughs> Why did the God of Thunder stretch his hamstrings? Why did the God of Thunder stretch his hamstrings? I don't know. He was a little Thor. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got on chat GPT for that one, didn't you? No. Morgan in my office sends me dad jokes every day now. Oh, come on. <laughs> I got I got three girls rec- sending me sending me content. See, I don't. I, this is all self. All right, well, here we go. Hire somebody. You may or may not heard this, but I think it's funny. Okay. What do you call a man with no shins? Tony. <laughs> get it, Tony? I get it. <laughs> Tony. Oh, I thought that was a good one. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> it took me a second 
to process Tony. Tony. I'm like, Tony. <laughs> and then I realized Tony notion. Uh, that one went over my head for like five seconds for me to process it. And then it was it was good. I like that. I'm in. I don't think I would have paused for three minutes and laughed, but it was good. Well, I, I liked your first one way better. Their delivery was was good. Tony, delivery. no shins. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. You want to transition into some health? Yeah. What I want got? a health update for you. Um, As far as what? You got blood work. Oh, yeah. My, Tell the people what so they So I got my blood work first time. How many weeks have you been on? I don't We're talking know. about TRT <clears throat> right now. Let me do a quick. I think it was December 11th. I believe, which is Monday. Yeah, that's it. So, so what is that? Six weeks? Seven weeks? Yeah. Seven, seven-ish weeks, eight weeks, whatever. It's like my two-month two wall got me there. Um, it's a two-month follow-up. Okay. Test levels were significantly higher than, than usual. What did you start at? I started at like, well, I don't have the exact numbers, around 300. Okay. And what are you at now? I'm at over a thousand. No, 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 no. I'm at like 1200. No. 1277. <laughs> <laughs> 0.9. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They didn't hear that. So, how do you feel? Uh, I feel great. Because my I numbers really are do. around that. I, I feel great. I want more. <laughs> do, you know, do you notice a change at all? For real? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I definitely, definitely have more energy for sure. Do you feel like gym has gotten better? Yeah, I've gained weight too. Like, good weight. Probably like some water weight in there yeah, too. Yeah, you're gonna have some I water retention. Yeah, feel like you're getting stronger at all. Shirts fit differently for sure. Yeah, good deal. But I'm I don't really like a lot of like, people called you out of the basketball game for a shirt too small. I'm like, bro, this it's a large. I, I wear a large, and I I'm not wearing extra significantly large. smaller than you. Got me that one shirt that's extra large. It it goes down to my like midway down my. See, that's the issue. I'm not me. doing it. I. A medium fits my body lengthwise, but I look like I'm trying to be somebody. A large fits me really well up top, but then I look like I'm wearing a dress. So, yeah. So what I've had to do lately is put the large on and put my hand underneath and kind of stretch it out yeah. a little bit here. Stretch out. See, the I wear a large and just like tuck the bottom of the shirt up. Yeah, I'm not doing that. It's the only thing no, I, I can do. Like, I'll put on an extra large and we'll post it on here or something. We need it's a company to start marrying. Wait, wait, wait. A company to start making shirts. A tweener. No, not no, not even that. Make a large that fits a medium, a, a five six guy. Make an extra large that fits a five ten guy. I'm not. If I'm going up to an extra large, I need to cut because. No, because I feel a, a large that fit like a medium lengthwise would be perfect for me, but the upper body shoulders aren't. This doesn't work for me. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So we, a tweener, I guess, would be fine. We need some marges and some schmediums. No, it's not correct. Yeah, well, not not me and you, but like that's the I thing you. what I was going for. Gotcha. I need a marge. So yeah, health health update good. Um, I mean, I can I have more health stuff that I can talk about, but updates. Yeah. So uh, real quick, I've been taking magnesium glycinate, mm -hmm. glycinate, however you pronounce that. It. Listen, I sleep better than I've slept in a long, long time. Good. Our dog pooped in our room. Sandy got up with a flashlight, cleaned it up in the middle of the night. Don't even have any recollection. Zero. She goes, I've never seen you. Usually you wake up, 
usually I'm a light, like I'm a light sleeper. Like if I hear something or, you know, can't remember a thing. Out. Out. Problem though. Problem. So I took in the recommended dose. Taken. 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 Yeah. Taken. You're pooping quite a bit more. No. Loosen your stool? I mean, I think that's dependent on the type of magnesium, by the way. Yes. Um, but I'm very lethargic in the mornings whenever I've taken taken two pills. So last night I was like, all right, I'm going to take one. Definitely, I wouldn't say as deep as sleep, but definitely helped. And I felt feel great today. So I feel Good. like that's kind of where... But the two, I'm telling you, if anybody, it's like 20 bucks on Amazon, I'm pretty sure, for, I don't know, 60 capsules or whatever it is. But, dude, so good. I saw you bought some zinc, too. Bought some zinc, 30. And to get your recommended, was it 100? Mm-hmm. 100 uh, milligrams. So I'd have to you know, triple up, basically. But Nice. Does it have anything else in it, or is it just straight No, zinc? just straight zinc. That's probably more of like a daily. Well, I don't know if anything... I didn't really, like, search for something that's dose, but, like, every multivitamin I've looked at with zinc is, like, 15 or lower. So I think that's more of a day. I think this is... You should have to triple up on it when you're trying to get that 100 milligrams. Yeah. A little over triple. Cool. Yeah. So, that's it. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is exercise-based. Um, because we both do... Well, we exercise completely differently, first of all. We have different goals. But we also exercise at completely different times of the day. Yeah. You are a 5 a.m. guy? Wake uh, I go about... Tell me, your, tell me your morning routine. Wake up anywhere from 4.30 to 4.50, depending on... With the magnesium, dude, it was hard to wake up. Like, that's, that's my... I didn't like that at all. Usually, I'm not on a snooze guy. If I hear the alarm, up. I'm up. And I was not doing that with the magnesium. So, um... I did not like that at all. So wake up, um, get ready, take the dog out. I'm at the gym by like 5.15, 5.30. Are you doing anything pre-gym? Are you eating anything, pre-workout, anything? No, I've, I've, uh, I've messed around with like apples or something, some sort of quick some carbs, carbs. Yeah. like super quick digesting carbs, but I, I usually don't. I just take a pre-workout, empty stomach, and just... Power through. Yeah, I mean, pre-workout, empty stomach is, if you can get used to it, it hits you a little bit quicker, a little bit harder. Okay, so five, between 5.15, 5.30 gym. I walk in the gym no later than 5.30, and then I leave about no later than 6.30. Okay, so I have a different routine every day. Monday is hit or miss. Usually I don't work out on Mondays. Tuesday is around 6.30. Wednesday is around 1.30. Thursday is around 6.30. Friday is depending on our flow in here. Saturday, Sunday is... Usually morning, like eight to nine, sometimes in the afternoon, it fluctuates so much. That's insane. I could never do that. Ideally, my big lifts are from noon after. If I'm trying to go heavy, like I'm not doing a morning Saturday heavy deadlift or something. Um, I feel like I function a little bit better with some food in me. I'm up. I just feel stronger at those times. I 100% agree with that statement. It's just with my schedule. It, there's some afternoons I can make it, but I, I'm a routine guy, and I I like it, I could not do what you do. Could not do it. Yeah. I would not. I would probably not go as much, to be honest with you. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like my morning workouts are as productive and as good. Yeah. But I'm wrong. 
Oh. Because research shows there's no change. Really? Even yes. with, like, food in there and, like, movement? None. So there's been a couple studies. No, there's been one study that showed, hmm. I don't know how long ago this was released, that working out on an empty stomach in the morning is the best way to burn fat. It lowers Whoa. blood pressure in females. And best time to work out for men, not best time, but men working out in the evening, you're going to lower your cholesterol levels. One study, and I don't know if it's a meta-analysis or not, but no other meta-analysis or studies have really backed up that evidence. Pretty much every single study today shows that there's zero significant in any health changes, health markers, regardless of exercise time. No real difference in strength gains. No real difference in cardiovascular gains. It doesn't matter. Uh, so... I'm curious. I'm, I'm I'm really interested. You said the fat loss thing because I feel like Lane Lane would uh, push against that pretty hard. I would assume you did. Yeah. Um, I I think it's about more about how you feel. I wouldn't be looking for like significant markers per se, but like correct. If I feel stronger and that's in my head, like it's that placebo yeah study that we talked yeah. about, then I'm probably going to lift heavier and feel better. Yeah. Um, I from everything I've read, it is what works best for you. It's not a, if you're an afternoon guy and somebody says mornings are the best, that might not be best for you. It's, it's case dependent. There's no real research showing that there's huge changes regardless. Circadian rhythm, none of it gotcha. comes into health markers long term. The one thing that has been proven is... If you are an athlete, whether this be a basketball player, baseball player, wrestler, competitive power lifter, any other sport, practicing at the time that you compete is the best way to train. So, for example, if, if you have a powerlifting meet at noon, you need to be training at noon throughout the weeks to prepare your body to peak at noon. Which surprised me because I know a lot of sports who practice early mornings all the time, and then they're competing at night. Well, yeah, I think it's just different per level, in my opinion. Like, Well, look at when NFL players practice. They're practicing at game time. They're going in probably 9 or 10 o'clock, doing their pregame type stuff, practicing at the noon times. They also practice. Yeah, but NFL games and a lot of these professional sports, they play at so many different times. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah, to, but the majority of an NFL season is at noon. Yeah. I mean, I would agree, but. So that's once. And somebody told me this the other day. It was a uh, college coach at SIU. And uh, this is a little off topic of the time of training, but he said that football has it right. I said, what do you mean? He said, they practice for five days for one game. All these other sports practice for one, practice one time for five games, like softball. Like travel softball teams, they, they maybe practice twice a week, maybe, and then they have seven games on the weekend. He said, we're teaching athletes to play rather than learn. And he said, we're having girls who come in super athletic, but I'm having to teach them how to play softball. 
and that stuck out to me. That is one of the only sports that I can think of. I think wrestling's another good one. But NFL, they practice throughout the week for one game. No other, no other professional sport does this. I, I, once again, though, I think that's still different, though. You're talking about what, what division are they in softball? D1. They're D1 softball. You should have your fundamentals down if you're going D1 softball. You, you'd be surprised on trying to... When you're recruiting, you might just want to find that freak athlete. I just don't think at the pro level they're doing a lot of... I mean, they want everybody wants to get back to the fundamentals. That is definitely number one. You hear like mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant say that stuff all the time. But my point is there's not a lot of sharpening going on, in my opinion. It's more of like... When you're at the pro level, yes. No, it's all sharpening at the pro level. Yeah. I meant... It's hard to describe that. I just... I don't necessarily agree with that 100%. I'm just trying to find a way to like... Which part do you not agree with? Like that games aren't good for you, basically. Or games... Not saying games, games aren't good for you. I'm saying... Our kids aren't getting enough practice time. They're they're playing way more than they actually practice. Yeah, but why is that bad? Because they're not le- learning the fundamentals that they need to be learning at all. A lot of preseason stuff, and then as soon as season starts, it's game, 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 game. Whereas football, it's practice, 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 game. Yeah, but in games, though, you can make an argument that you're also playing better competition. It's going to force you to learn other things a lot more than practice. Usually in practice, you're playing versus your own team, worse competition, worse players. But what uh, it, if, you don't have a good, if you don't have a good practice program, you're certainly not practicing. I've seen some bad practice programs, too, that definitely aren't doing that. So you're, you're not getting the best of both worlds there either. But in a high school-level athlete, don't you think it's more important fundamentals to be lo- sure. learning fundamentals? Yes, do you learn more fundamentals practicing or playing? I don't know. I think playing also shows you your weaknesses and what you need to work on. I think don't seven and two is that. probably a bad example. I don't necessarily think it has to be like five and then one though. Okay, that's fair. You know, like, I just think that if you if you're practicing like these club softball teams are practicing maybe twice a week, maybe, and yeah, then they're I playing mean, five, six, seven games on the weekend, and he said he just hates that concept, which I I agreed with. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 case dependent for sure. Yeah, I just don't think that, I don't think one way is right and one way is wrong. I just think it's there's a lot of variables. But when you look at, I mean, football is practice. All, pra- I mean, it also puts a lot of pressure on you. You practice all the time, and you're like, oh man, I've worked all week for this. What if I have a crappy game? Mentality. Also, in the NFL, they're also doing a lot of film work. A lot of it's not just fundamentals and technique. It's like putting a game plan in. Uh, watching film. Why is that more important during football than any other sport, though? Because they're taking a lot of abuse, and there's a lot of strategy involved in football compared to softball. I I get, what about basketball? I mean, how many more plays and how much more complex is a football than basketball? I I don't know. I've never played either one. I would argue a lot. I mean, how many plays are in a playbook on offense and defense? Hundreds, typically, or 100, let's just say, 50, whatever. How many people are playing on the same field? Even in high school? Yeah. I mean, our little Tigers playbook probably had 60 plays in it. Miles was 11 at the time. Yeah, I get that. I'm just saying there's 11 people on the field all doing different things that make one play work. Basketball is a lot less. My point of this entire thing is I think we undervalue practice. Yeah, I think practice is... If you have a good practice program and you need to work on fundamentals, there's nothing better. Yeah. 
was, back a, long, to the, that was a long detour. I know. Back to the original topic. That's a good one, though. Yeah, back to the original topic. I agree. Moral of the story is it doesn't matter when you train, but if you are trying to compete at something, you need to be training at that time to better prepare your body to peak at that time. That makes sense. So if my powerlifting meet starts at 9, but I train at 8 p.m. every single night, my body is not going to be peaking at 9 a.m. Yeah. So I have to find out what I need to be doing. Could also help you dial in like your nutrition and like Correct. your timing of Facts. feeding and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's why whoop. I got the whoop. I'm going to try to really dial it in over the next five weeks. Yeah. I'm not doing any powerlifting. So uh, trying to dunk a penny, apparently. Dunk a penny. <laughs> What's your health tip? Wealth tip. Wealth tip. It's a quick one. Um, you might appreciate this one a little bit, though. So. The stock market is the opposite of a casino. The opposite. The longer you play, the higher the odds that you win. Yeah. It's a fact. Uh, whenever you hear people say they've lost money in the stock market, I instantly have a lot of questions because it's never went to zero, ever. You only lose money if you pull out at a loss. This also assumes proper the full disclaimer, this also assumes proper investments, diversification, but the yeah. market as a whole, like the S&P 500, the biggest mm-hmm. 500 companies, I believe it's actually like 505, but um, that's basically whenever I say the market, what I'm referring to. A lot of people view investing as gambling. Yeah, and they're completely incorrect. Let me rephrase that. A lot of people view the stock market as gambling. Can be. If you're buying and selling stocks, you might as well be If you're day trading. Yeah. If you're long-term investing. Long-term investing is not a gambling gambling. at all. No. And I have a little chart here. So this is... But what if the stock market goes down, AJ? Buy more. Um, Once again, assuming you're investing your money properly. I love that answer. Yeah. It's always buy more. Because that's correct. For sure. I mean... What if it's up? Buy more. It's always buying. So real quick here. 1928... To 2023, S&P 500, that's the stock market for Mm -hmm. everybody that doesn't know, basically. 500 biggest companies in the United States. And the S&P 500, so there's qualifications to get in there. If a new company is coming up and has a certain amount of earnings and they're doing well, they will automatically kick somebody out that's not doing performing as well technically. That's how it works. So it's... Always performing. Always performing, basically. So it is kicking out the losers to a degree. So, um, if your holding period is six months, what's the chances of it being a positive return, Corey? It depends on the year. I can't answer it's that It's overall. It's just an average out of all these years. 100%. No. <laughs> that would be great. If you invest in the... So, there's no not been a six-month period where the... Oh, absolutely. But you yeah. said the average, and it's going to average go up. So, I don't know 71%. what you mean. 71%. What You have to... I don't understand that question. So, the holding period of like... Um, a positive percentage return on the money you put in. Okay. So like So every 6 month period in the history of the stock market, 73% of those 6 month so periods So like if went you up. put money in and hold it for 6 months, what's the odds that your money would be Okay. 73% chance. 71. 71% chance yeah. that it's going to go up. 5 years. 92%. 89. Ooh, that was close. 10 years. 98%. 94. Yeah. And then it's basically 100 after that. What does it, what, what year period does it, is it a hundred? Uh, this goes in increments of five. I actually think it's like right after 
I think it's maybe around 15-ish. So as long as it you was hold 10. for 15, you can't lose. Yeah. And then it's going to exponentially gain no yeah. matter what after that. Yeah. What is the stock market history? Historical know. gain per year? Oh, uh, it's around 10. 10%. It's, uh, it should be, it's actually a little bit over 10. Now, but talk to me about your model. If I invest with you at 25 and I invest until 60, okay, oh so boy. 35 years, get and the stock market here. went up 10% every year on average, okay? What am I going to take out of that and what are you going to take out of that if you've managed my money the entire time? That's a hot topic. That's going to have to be a different. Uh, <sighs> that's a hot topic in our industry, and I I love that because I I'm very proficient in that subject right now. I go off on LinkedIn. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll probably see a couple of me. So is that a full length podcast we need to go over yeah, that question with? Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely about how advisors charge and okay. fees and such. Then but, we're going to dive into that at yeah. a later date. Yeah, that's easy. I don't even need to study for that one. We'll do it next one. Then. Yeah. No, we can't do it next one because we have an important topic to talk about. Yeah. Next two podcasts are going to be bangers, by the way. But save. Make sure you're properly invested. Hold it. Be a long-term investor. You're going to have way more money than you put in. And buy, buy, buy. Always be buying. And buy more. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like that one. Yeah. That doesn't mean individual stocks, though. Just I full understand. disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah, I know that you get it, but. Buy the S&P. I can't say that, so um, I, I can. You can, I cannot. Right. I don't I think it's a that. bad thing, but there are periods where the S and P just investing in S P definitely does not make sense to to be hundred percent honest. So, Fair. okay. What are we going to talk about today? Main topic. We said this was going to be short. We say this every time. It's not. <laughs> We're talking about the GG today. Growth and goals. Growth and goals could be business. Could be. A lot of things. I have. I kind of have a lot more on the professional level than the... I have seven different topics. Oh, man. While you lead it off, because I got some got some hot... I break down... It's dead. What? I got some hot, hot topic stuff for me. I like it. I break down goals into a lot of different areas. Like career goals health goals, financial goals, relationship goals, creative goals, learning goals, which kind of goes back into my business goals, being productive, which goes into my business goals. So there's a lot of different, when I write down my, I, I try to, I have probably six notes on my phone of five year, I, I write down five year goals every single year pretty much. And I like to see, I, I write down year goals and then five-year goals. And I, I like, it's, it's cool to go back and read those notes from six, seven years ago when I started the office, like what my goals were then. And I look at them now, I'm like, those are awful. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I had a goal at the, when I first started my office to, if I, was, if I saw 100 patients a week, I, was, I couldn't fathom seeing 100 patients a week. Couldn't fathom. I can see 100 patients in a day and a half just because our systems work better. It's not that I'm cutting time short with patients. Efficient. We're way more efficient now. Yep. And so you, you look, it's, it's nice to see those, 
those business and growth goals and look back at them and say, man, I killed that. I didn't kill that, but here's what I can do to get to that point. But if you don't write them down, I mean, I would have never remembered those type of goals. And I, I like to just go back every once in a while and look at them and be like, because sometimes I look at business or life or whatever, like, man, I'm not really, I could be doing so much better. But then I go back five years and look at that notepad and I'm like, man, I'm doing so much better than I even, my hopes were five years ago to be at at this point. And it makes you feel, it makes you appreciate it quite a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big, super far out goal guy. I think it's good to, in my opinion, I like to think what I want to, like what ideally would happen in five years and use that as like, okay, to even get close to this and I try to back my way into it, what do I need to do daily? Yeah. Um, I just like the five-year thing. For me, it, like I get anxiety and not in a good way. Like I, like for me, it doesn't, this doesn't do a lot. I try to, so I don't really do that. I usually do like yearly goals or like, I don't know, like vision type stuff. I, I was just going to ask, do you, do you do a vision board at all? I have kind of half, half-assed to be honest with you. And I feel like I should. I know there's a bunch of cool apps now you can probably do on Canva mm-hmm. and all this stuff um, where you put on your phone and you see it all the time. Actually, I just I did one last year. I didn't do the, do one for twenty twenty four, and um, I think we should do that. Yeah, I agree. I think most very successful people say that vision boards help mm-hmm. because uh, one of my topics here is like there's a lot of people in this world that I've like that the more and more you kind of look outside of where we're at here that are very good on good days, but on bad days determines where you're going. Yeah. So whenever I'm like having a bad day, I try to remind myself that as much as I can, like, Hey, you got to grind through this thing because it's, it's, I mean, those are the days that I feel like really where you get your growth from. I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Or as we see on every episode of our podcast, thousand percent, thousand percent. We're going to hashtag that. Yeah. Um, so I, we're moving past goals. You got anything else you want to add on that type thing? No, I, I kind of want to, do you have, do you have any this year? Like, do, do you want to get into that at all? I wasn't going to go into that. Like what my actual goals are. Um, just kind of the, importance I'm working of towards something like bigger, like in general, like I wouldn't put any number behind it though. Like, like I, I know what I want my practice to look like basically just because every year I'm getting more knowledge. I'm talking to more advisors. I'm, I see what's possible. Mm-hmm. Like I just talked to somebody that's a solo advisor, just like myself making just shy of a million dollars a year. And I needed to hear that. Like, I'm, I mean, he works a lot. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it's hearing those things like that. I'm like, man, makes you drive a little bit more. Yeah. And I actually know him. So it was seeing successful and you know, they've, you see all the time the surround yourself with people who are doing better than you and it will lift you up, right? Surround yourself with people who are doing worse than you. They'll drag you down. Now that doesn't just mean in business. That means in life. Like we have friends who maybe don't do 
fantastic financially or do something fantastic this or that, but they're really, they're, they're good in this. They bring you up in this. They add value to your life in this. So it doesn't always have to be financial wise. Yeah, it definitely does not always have to be money for sure. I just yeah. think that's definitely a part of it. I think anybody that says that's lying to themselves. I agree. I just find it very valuable to talk to people who do things better than I do. Yeah. Like I get humbled quite a bit with some of the people I talk to are just way better. And I get like, I'm, you know me, I'm ultra, ultra competitive and I get really pissed off. Like it's not healthy, which is exactly where I wanted to go with this topic. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, No, it's not just me, but like whenever I think about it, I I always say winning. Like that doesn't necessarily like I want to win. Now to other people, like, what does that mean? That means like, to me, that means like being the best version of myself. I feel like I have way more to give. I, I like as a Sandy will tell you this for some reason. I don't know what this is. I always feel like I just have such a bigger vision. Like I can do so much more. Doesn't necessarily mean more money. I'm sure. Hopefully that will come along with. Yeah. I think I would like some more money, but um, everybody growth affecting other people in a positive way. As many people as I can. We've talked about that on one of the podcasts. Like I can't serve. I can't help as many people. Like, I have to do something else to help more people, mm-hmm. which hopefully this is going to do some of yeah. that. But I think whenever you talk about winning, it's just like, yes, it's, you know, you hear me versus me. Like, I feel like I have a lot more to give and a lot more to grow. And, like, I just have, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I'm meant to do more. Yeah. Could be the biggest, you know, that might sound corny to some people, but that's what I, I truly feel that. It's not like something I want. Like, I feel that all the time. And so whenever... Um, you know, I am having bad days because everybody does. I am very harsh on myself, which is not healthy. Like, I mean, I, if you heard the way that I talk internally sometimes myself, you'd be like, dude, I think you're doing all right, bud. (laughs) I get that. But I don't think being hard on yourself is a bad thing. Yeah, I, I just think the way sometimes I talk to myself is like to the average person, they would think that it's not. I think sometimes you need to appreciate how far you, what you've accomplished, but that, that doesn't mean, settle down and live with it it's i think it's perfectly fine to beat yourself down every once in a while personally um and maybe that's not great for everybody's mental health but for me if i'm not being hard on myself i'm not going to continue to grow so i don't mind having the difficult conversations with myself yeah i mean i just it's whenever i feel like i'm not getting out what i'm capable of getting out Mm mm-hmm I get really pissed off and that happens basically like I just, and hopefully that doesn't overtake me though. You know, like people say, Oh, you can live a comfortable life doing this. And yes, that is true. But if you were to line up side by side, like that's, you're saying that probably because you're settling, you know us though. And I don't know that most people align with our viewings. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I'm, I don't I don't want to settle for anything. Yeah. I am so competitive. I have this mindset where I and this this one's probably bad, but I see people who do really well for themselves. And I know my work ethic and what I can bring to the table is sounds awful but it's I know what I'm capable of and I know that I can bring a superior 
product's a bad word, but like superior attitude, superior I don't, package than what I am right now. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Some people are going to think we sound super arrogant. Right I know. Now, and I'm not trying to be, I just I'm have not. this, this mindset and it's, I had a buddy reach out and you know him. He's, he's listened to every episode and I've known him. He was my college roommate and I've known him since high school. I've known his entire family. And he said, episode three hit home to me and we are the same person because our dads instilled that in us. And I think I've talked about this in the past. My dad has always expected greatness out of me because he knows that I'm capable of it. And I know this maybe sounds bad, but I grew up with the work, watching two parents with an unbelievable work ethic. Yeah, same here. And they accomplished with their lives and their skills a lot. And they provided my sister and I with the opportunity to gain even more skills and knowledge. And sometimes I don't feel that I have lived up to what I could be living up to. 1,000%. And I hope that I get to that point that they have accomplished so I can provide my daughters with even a higher level of opportunity. Yeah, I've seen my dad turn down overtime ever, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Even if he's sick, I don't. I've never seen him skip work because he was sick ever. Yeah, he he's one of the hardest. Our fathers are two of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. I've said that. I have that on my website. That's how much it means to me. Yeah, and it's just like, man, I get emotional thinking about it. But I'm like, dude, if I could be have half that work ethic, I'm like, gosh, because mm-hmm. I just, man. My dad was. He heard me talking about something to my mom the other day. He's like, why don't you just do it? Yeah. I'm like, it's not that easy. He goes, yeah, it is. I did that. I literally did it my whole life. Like, just do it. I'm like, I don't think you understand. But to him, it's, that's not, like, yeah. just find a way. Figure yeah. it out. Quit getting in your head. Quit being a baby. Figure it out. Grow. Do the best you can. And don't, you just got to go. Like, his mindset is, you got to want it. He always says that to yeah. me. Like, I don't know if that's a famous quote. But he always, you got to want it, Corey. I mean, you got to, I don't, I don't know what else to do. Tell you, you got to want it. I'm like, thanks dad. Appreciate it. Great advice. But he's right. Like they are both the same people. Like they have busted their ass for everything they have. Yeah. And my dad's paying for it physically right now. Yeah. (laughs) But so so is my dad. He's in my office twice a week. now. Yeah. So, (laughs) but that brings me back to my, like kind of a little bit to where I wanted to go is like extreme accountability. That's what. Um, I've kind of started calling it. So you can't say you want something and and think about it and then be like, oh, yeah, I want it. And you don't, it's going to suck. You got to take the steps to do it and then execute and then do the steps. And then if those steps aren't working, you adjust and then you do it. But I, uh, so like, what has it been? Two to three years. Um, I actually took a big, big step out of my comfort zone for me. I was a five-figure investment to be part of a group. We're actually still a group now. It's not five figures every year, so I don't want people to get hung up over that part, but changed my life. I went with people I don't even met, flew down Phoenix, and we got a group together, and it got real uncomfortable. You do something, you, what you say you're going to do, like what your vision is basically, 
and you are held accountable to an extreme degree. And I'm not going to go into details, but it was like, it's nothing like, you know, breaking the law for what we did, but it was like, um, it would have changed my life significantly. Like I can tell you that I wouldn't be where I'm at now and I wouldn't have legacy wealth planning if I failed to do something by a deadline. It was extreme. And that feeling, that rush I got, like it started coming back to me right now. Like I got nervous. I was excited. It was like that deep feeling inside Mm -hmm. where I was like, I am extremely uncomfortable, but it, there was no pressure. I, I just had to make the decision to do it. Yeah. It was a decision I had to make by. Are you still in that group? Yeah, still in that group. So is it like a coaching mentoring group? Um, I don't want to say the name of it because I don't know about the. No, you don't have to say the name of it. Just, is, it a, is, it co- is it a coaching group? Yes. There was one guy that has an extremely successful practice. Um, I don't even know where it's. I think it's like in Bismarck or something. I don't even know, to be honest with you. And there's like there was like six other guys, maybe including myself. North Dakota? Yeah. There's people who live there? Yeah, and we flew Crazy. to Phoenix for like four days. We did a boxing class. We did a comedy club. A lot of uh, chit chats in the pool. It was, it was one of the like I will never forget that. Do you personally advise people to get a business coach? I think if you have big aspirations and you're kind of what we described earlier, like you, I would say yes. I'd, like if you got in a group like that and it forced you to fly out somewhere else, you're basically just throwing your money down the toilet. If like that, that type of money, number one, getting in that group, um, forced me, I was like super uncomfortable for me. I don't know these people. Like I just, and we get on a zoom calls, you know, once or twice every month. And if you really want to move to the next level, like I should probably do it again to be a hundred percent honest with you. Like I'm still in this group, but we don't pay that per year now. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. I would say if you really want to grow and really want to go to the next level and you have a vision, absolutely. It's nice to just have someone to hold you accountable. Yeah, and if not, I felt like I was throwing Correct. a chunk of change away. That, But I think know. that's in all aspects of life. I mean, I'll hit it with the gym. Having a gym partner that's going to hold you accountable to keep going in my opinion, is always going to get you to go to the gym a little bit more often. 100%. It's nice to have that person who, and a business coach is a little bit different because they're not depending on you, but you feel like you're letting that person down if you don't follow through. Like, I don't know how much you connected with these people. A lot. Then you feel like you're failing them by not accomplishing the goals you set out. And not only that, we compare every financial number we have Everything is laid out. It's you lay how much you make, how much you have saved, where it's at, how much you got saved for your kids. And we're talking about number one. I was number one. I was the least wealthy person in this group, the least successful person, That's which good. is exactly where I wanted to Bingo. be. With people that were making what much more than me, doing much better than me, have exponentially more saved than I have, and. So I'm like sitting there like a sponge. I'm like, I'm writing everything down. I'm like, you want to ask everybody questions, but you don't want to be annoying. So I was like trying to flirt with, you know. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Back to my point, though. Surround yourself with people who are better than you. Yeah. Because you will grow. I don't, I don't even think that's arguable. 
we got to get some shirts made that say a thousand percent. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> we, I, I can't tell you how many times percent. we say it. This saying has been said millions of times, but it hits a hundred percent home with me. Back to the accountability. If you have someone to hold you accountable, you feel like you're letting them down if you don't succeed. And this quote, I hate losing more than I've ever enjoyed winning. I mean, yeah. I think any real competitor does feel that. I mean, I can't stand losing Yeah. at anything. I hate losing at Monopoly. I can't talk about Monopoly because the last time it did not go well at our house. Didn't go well. That's another topic. Well, I'll get in. I'll I'll bring that up. Last time, the dice the I, dice weren't on the table. Did you flip it? No, I didn't flip it. But did you throw dice? No. Did I'm, you lose? No, I always win. Will always you just steal the kids' money. No, no, I, I win in Monopoly. A little strategy in that game. There is strategy. My point is like I cannot stand to lose. So I got to pivot on that topic a little bit the same same sort of i do something i would classify as like andy frisell has mentioned multiple times but i think it is slightly unhealthy here i fucking keep receipts everybody that's ever doubted me every coach i have a list that said something about me it's dude, i get i get so fired up dude i get oh i get going but everybody that's ever said something bad about me that like not just normal stuff but like hey you won't do this or hey you can't do this or you're not good enough for this in the back of my mind i'm like fucking wait that's how i feel dude i get I so that. jacked up about it but i keep a I keep a list as a name i'm not going to disclose that but every time i'm feeling like i'm not succeeding or i'm having one of those down days or something i'll look at that list and i'll be like no way no i'm not going to lose this guy There's no way because then because then i prove him true if I don't do what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to do. But I think... No, uh, we're getting a little bit sadistic in this. I, <laughs> I don't even know what sadistic means. What's that mean? I think it's the right word. I don't even... Just Can you uh, elaborate on what that means? Sadistic. I don't understand how you don't know what sadistic means. I don't use that word. Like, satanic? Sadistic? I mean, oh, what? S- no, I... I struggle with. This I feel though. like you're being a little bit that that one, where you're writing like that's, that's a little bit extra. Oh no, no, that's that's some. I, there's a lot more people to do that than you think. No, I know, but you're getting hyped up over it, dude. I, I like it. Just because I just don't care what people think of me anymore. Well, I've grown to that too. But whenever, whenever I say I write it down, it's not like I have a super long list. This is like whenever things became personal. Like these are things where I, I strongly disagreed. But if you doubt me, I'm just, I, I don't need to know your name or I don't care about you. I'm going, you're, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm like. I'm just going to let it go. You're just wrong. This is, yeah, this is deep for me here. So uh, this is like Kobe Bryant. Do you ever hear what he said before games? He would listen to like the, what's the killer music, the Halloween music before every game, just in his headphones over and over. That's how I feel whenever I look at some of these times that it's, it's, it's intense. <laughs> well, there was. Whenever I take it that personal, it's like on a super personal level. The list is pretty short. That usually over under like, five names. Oh, over. Over under ten. Um, I would say, I would say ten is close. Ballpark. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's over ten, but 
it's got to be deeply personal, by the way, for this. Any other thing, I don't really care. But it's not like if you say something to me that pisses me off, I'm going to put your name on a list. It's, this is like, <laughs> these are like life, like, I can look back and, and I don't know, they just mean a lot to me. Yeah. Do you like remember the instance and what they Absolutely. said to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know what they say? What do they say? Whenever you get, whenever something means so much to you, you remember exactly like where oh, you were, absolutely. what was said. I remember like, I could tell you what I was wearing. I was, I get like, oh yeah, dude, I am like that. That's too much. No, no, I don't like, I, I just love looking back and I just like, it's not like I want to. Are you ever going to write him a letter and be like, look at me now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I was trying to move on past this until you went back into your little <laughs> weird words that you're using. <laughs> I don't use those words. Um, I do struggle with that because, like, whole other topic here. Growing as a person and forgiving and, mm-hmm. like, being an athlete, I feel like I struggle with that a lot. Like, I meant, like, athletes, like, that mindset is what I was trying to say because – they're like, it's healthy to forgive and move on. But like, dude, I can't. I try. No, like I want to. Like there's some things where I forgave them, but I have not crossed them off the list. Like because that was such a life-changing moment for me that like it cro- it crossed the lines for me. And I just can't. I it's probably unhealthy. I'm if telling we you. ever get real followers, somebody's going to comment on this podcast and say, AJ, you need to seek help out. For this no, one. no. <laughs> I ain't completely fine. I, it's not like I check this thing all the time. It's just. There's a few people on the list. Okay. You know? Can I see the list one day? No. No. Dang it. I've never shown anybody the list. Am I on the list? No. Dang it. No. We wouldn't be on this podcast. I've doubted you multiple times. I would say... I'll tell you the truth. But not on a personal level. No. But for a while, you had no clue what you wanted to do. No. You worked in American Water, had a good job, said screw it to leave for what? Like Edward Jones or something? No. Whoa, whoa. We don't just name drop on here. Where did you go? No. That's not name in, dropping. You got a job. In, in college, I interned at Scott Trade. Okay. So, contrary to probably what you're going to say, that was always where, whenever I was... No, like, I'm not saying you jump. I'm, that's not my point. Where did you go? After American Water. I went to Scott Trade. Then where? I went to Scott Trade. I went to American Water. I was an intern at Scott Trade, yeah. full-time job at American Water. Yeah. was like, all right, I'm not. not you but, said, and I quote, I'm too pretty for this job. No, that's not. Yes, I, you did. No, no. <laughs> yes, First off, I miss, I miss the the atmosphere of that, but like. You worked with a good group of guys. Everybody was getting every part of their body replaced, basically. 100%. And I was like, I'm not, dude. I'm not downgrading American Water. Like, no, absolutely. I, said I got it was you guys' back. I said it was a great job. Actually, one person that works there listens you, to this. You left. One person does. Right? Jeez. I'm not going to say any names. You left American Water to take a pay cut to go somewhere else. To go back to Scottrade. Correct. Because I made a good relationship with them before. Then where? Then TD Ameritrade bought Scottrade, so then I worked at TD Ameritrade, so basically not a move. Yeah. I'm not going to disclose any other information. uh, Then you went to another firm. Yeah. Then another firm. Yeah, and then here. Then you started here. Yeah, but that's what you have to do in our industry. I don't disagree. But you change your views along the way a lot, which I, is growing. I, I I'm not downgrading the oh process no. at all. I feel like the path I took is like I look back, I'm extremely happy with it. I think the path. I think you learned a lot on the path. 
but from outside your friend i'm like what the what is he doing here making moves baby yeah but we same don't same industry everything was in the same exact industry with in places that had completely different opinions on a lot of things yeah and i which was learning see- for you but from an outsider i'm like what what are you doing moving along stick with a job for a while no no now looking back uh, that's that's what i think you're misunderstanding Looking back at your pathway now all makes sense. I think you learned and grew along the way, learned what things you want to do in your own practice, which I think is very important. Yeah, and the last place that I was at, I would have... The last place you were at was fantastic. Yeah, I thought that that could be potentially... But it was a ceiling. I never thought I was going to leave there. It was a ceiling, though. Um, I wouldn't classify it as that. Not if you But like was it your own? Partner. No, that was the issue. That's what I, I mean had by this that. internal thing where I was like, dude, I, I talked to, I like, I was talked to a pastor about it that barely knows me. He's like, you're never going to be happy doing that. You're never going to. And I was like, that was like the nail in the coffin for me. I was like, I'm out. Then I joined this group and then I basically explained what I was feeling like, you got to do this by this date or. And we talked about it. We had breakfast. You about have to stay multiple there times. a long time. Yeah. So. I think it was a very important transition, but. The guys you worked with were fantastic guys at the last place. I'm not talking about anything yes. before that. 1,000%. You know how I feel about everything before that. I would not say that if I didn't truly believe that. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, I made, I made really good friendships there. And learned a lot. Learned a lot. Changed your views on a lot. Yes. But you also found a path that you wanted to have your own thing. Yeah. It was not, a, it was not their thing. It was, this was a me thing. It really was. Yeah. That's, that's whenever that's I left. That's what every guy hey. says to the girl they break up with. No, it, it really was. Though. I was like, I'm just, this isn't, I can't do this unless it's mine. Yeah, I, which is, I I love. It just took me a long time to get to that spot. thousand percent. thousand percent. But I've now seen it at every angle. I mean, from, in the, from the financial standpoint, I've seen a lot of different angles, and that's how I've developed my opinions now. Definition of growth. Yeah. The path that you took from an outsider's perspective, perspective, what are you doing? From your perspective, I'm learning and growing. Yeah. And I think that's important to, this is a roundabout way of trying what I'm about to say. Don't worry about what other people have to think or say. Go on your own path at your own pace. I agree. Don't worry about what other people have to say. Well, there's lines. I'm talking, once again, this is personal things. This isn't like, I've had multiple bosses at places where they're like, you just need to, you know, fall in line and do this. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm like, you're wrong. And this was coming from a place of experience at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not, that's not how it's going to work. And they're like, yeah, you can't, you can't make it to, you know, I've heard, I've had a couple people chatter and I was like, okay, just wait. I like it. And, you know. I just think you should forget those people, who they are, what they said, and just grind. Yeah, I have. But some of them I feel like are <laughs> life-changing. I need to see this list. Nah. I want to hear yeah. what somebody had to say to you that hurt you this bad. It didn't, maybe not, it didn't hurt me. Maybe not on this podcast, but I, I need it to hear. It, did, I guess, it hurt so. you. It, you've written it down in a yeah, book. It hurt a, you. It's a, yeah, I guess that's, that's yeah. a fair way to put yeah. it. But. It hit deep. But as you can tell, just talking about it, dude, like I'm like right now, I probably dunk basketball for sure. I doubt it. <laughs> I, whenever I get amped up like that, dude, oh, I love it. I want to end this podcast on, and this is something, one of my goals, maybe not for this year, but know, in the I'm next couple years. I'm not ready for this yet. Well, 
We're going to have to end it. We got to wrap it up. We thought this was going to be a 30 minute podcast. We're an hour and seven. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware what time it is. Okay. This is one of my goals for the future. And I don't know if it happens this year, next year. And uh, it kind of falls in line with some stuff we're doing later next week is I want to create a legit, real, high level. This doesn't mean high income earning, high level business group that doesn't just accept anybody and everybody. It's got to be a monetary buy-in. Yeah, because I want you to have some, significance. Some, some skin in the game. But I want, you know, three, four, five, ten, fifteen guys, gals, who want to grow. And legit grow. Whether you're local or not and in this, yeah. I think you, like, and whenever I was in that group, like, there was two, we had two meetings here. I couldn't make the second one. Um literally because of, I think it was like kids or Sandy, so I had zero option. Mm-hmm. But we had to fly out and meet in a central location. Yes. We picked it out. It was yeah. in a hotel. It was we had the whole we had a boxing plan. We had Correct. It was like a, a building of, I love that. And it was amazing. But we both joined a business group yeah. that we thought was for the elite of the elite. Yeah. And then it was for anybody and everybody. Which that's fine. I grew a lot in it. I learned some things along the way. Not what I want to do. What again? I want high level people. I want to be surrounded by those people, and I want to learn from those people. And I would love to start some type of group in the future. Yeah, the problem with that is though is like we got to get people that are above us for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm saying if we're just the ones leading it, like I want to be else. the bottom. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be the. I want to come up with a name, and I want to be the bottom. I want to be the piece of shit that's at yes. the bottom that barely made it. Fact. And just soak it all in. Yes. I'm telling you. Yeah. I want, yeah. But people are going to push back on that and say, well, why don't we do like a monthly fee that's affordable to help more people? I'm like, you don't understand. Being in this group changes your life so greatly for you to be able to make massive moves Mm -hmm. and to help thousands of not, like one of the guys is like, I want to make help a million people retire. Yeah. I was like, that is incredible. I don't even, I can't even take me like 10 minutes to comprehend that. Mm-hmm. How do you even do that? How do you get that out? Like, yeah, it forces your head to like, go, wow. Like in order to make that happen, I have to change a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have no problem with it, but I need someone to push me to get there. And the only way I find that is from people who have the same work ethic, if not better, how, and have the same mindset, if not better. How are you going to attract people? How are we going to get to be the bottom of that group? Well, hopefully this podcast goes viral. <laughs> so it's got to be somebody that's already made it that's trying to give back? or Yeah. Or just people who are at this level, say like we're here, other people here, and they want to get to there. And then we all grow together. Yeah, I want to get Vertically. It. The only way I know that it, you got to get super uncomfortable. Yes. And I, I, I don't hate know. that. I hate it, dude. I'm telling you because it like it's so many unknowns. I mean, I'm I'm bunking with a dude. I'm, I'm like, is this guy going to kill me when I'm sleeping? No idea. I'm in a bunk bed on the bottom. Easy kill. He was probably dreaming going, this kid's a piece of shit. He's never going to make it. AJ's on the top bunk on this. Yeah. Thing. I'll put him on the list then. Right on the list. <laughs> I'm done. All right. I got to go squat. I'm going to work. Yeah. Yours sounded way more important than mine. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I got... Um, I'm five and a half weeks out from powerlifting meet. I got big goals. Yeah, I wish you the best. So I got a squat today. Yeah, I'm not doing any powerlifting, dog. It's because you're not strong enough. I have zero desire. That's what all the weak people say. Oh, boy. All right. I think we're done. See ya. Peace out. Thousand percent. Thousand. That's what, hey, that's what we could call it. Thousand percent club. I like that. <laughs> I don't even have my headphones on anymore. I like that. Keep that in. <laughs> See you, boys and girls. Thank you for listening. As always, the shared information is intended for general purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical or financial advice. Please consult with a qualified professional for any questions you may have.